welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on 13 Bad Habits to Quit in the New Year. Well, we are on number 11. I wasn't able to quite finish it up yesterday because this one is a big one. And I wanted to uh, allocate some time today on that, getting it finished up before we move on to the next one. Uh, But I was in discussion with you on all the symptoms and effects of overcommitment, also the type of person that typically gets drawn into overcommitment, and, um, and how that can really be so counterproductive, even though our intentions are good in that. So let's finish this out so that we can move on to the next one quickly. Uh, But a German study from 2008 looked at 53 teachers, 20 men, 22 women. Teachers are a group of notoriously known people that overcommit, despite the fact that they're given little appreciation. They tested each person to find out who were overcommitters and who were not. And what they found was that the people who were demonstrated to be overcommitted in their lives had a tough time creating the stress response needed to keep up with the demands of life. Like in the case of adrenal fatigue, which we mentioned yesterday, these people were running from the bear for so long, and that's a parenthetical phrase. If you missed yesterday, you need to go back and listen. Um, that they, they, they couldn't even make the hormones anymore that they needed to keep up. So in other words, your body can just get so used to it. Just like being addicted to a drug, you just need more and more and more and more to actually satisfy the craving because your body gets used to that drug. Well, it can also get used to stress hormones to the point that we can become addicted to the stress and never uh, actually feel the same impact that we did at the beginning. So we get ourselves caught up into these downward spirals or these cycles that become um, very uh, dangerous for us, very hazardous. And uh, so this was making the teachers and really can affect any one of us over committers, especially vulnerable uh, to the burnout issue. Okay. So how do we heal from overcommitment? Well, let's start walking through that list. Number one, focus on your sleep. Now you might think, oh great, you're asking me to focus on my sleep. You have no idea the trouble that I have with it. I've been working on it for years and I've seen no results. And believe me, I understand. I've heard that many, 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 many times. But I'm telling you that it requires a very consistent routine. And that routine has to be very carefully thought out. So you can't just say, well, I'm going to get more sleep. Or I'm going to go to bed earlier. Or I'm just going to sleep in. Uh, it's, it's really, really much bigger than that. And I've done a whole series on sleep and how to resolve that. So I'm not going to go too deep on it. But what I want you to understand is that sleep is the best way to rejuvenate the body and the stress system. So going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time, and making sure that those times that you selected are going to help you get the sleep you need is going to go a long way to healing the inflammation and and really changing and shifting how your body accepts sleep. 
Okay, not only as a form of healing, but as a form of um, direct influence on your on your day, your productivity, and your ability to even think better. All right. So again, I don't want to go too deep on this right now, but there's a lot more you could do for in the in the order of sleep, and I would encourage you to do research on it. But sleep is critical. Go to bed at the same time. Get up at the same time every single day, relentlessly. And do that for a solid three to four weeks before you'll notice a difference, okay? And you might notice one sooner, but you've got to do it a long time, all right? Remember that no is okay to say. It's okay to say no. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I've mentioned earlier in, in the series or in the in the episode on this yesterday in that, you know, we need to realize how much we can fall into resentment and anger because we try to say yes all the time to be nice, Right? But the problem is it ends up shooting us in the foot. People take, for, take us for granted. They don't appreciate us anymore. And then we get angry and we feel resentful and bitter. And, you know, have you ever had anyone say no to you? I mean, in a nice way, obviously, politely. And did it offend you? I mean, typically, no. If they did it right, they did it nice and cordial and said, you know, I'm sorry, but I can't. However, you know, I might know somebody or no, I can't. I'm just not able to right now. Maybe another day, you know, or no, I just can't. My schedule's maxed out and I'm trying to prioritize in my life. I mean, all those types of answers are very acceptable, okay? You don't have to always be the one that's volunteering for the next community project, church project, neighborhood project, you know, even family project. Um, it, it, you don't need to be the one that's checking all your emails or answering every Facebook comment at night. You don't have to do that, all right? What you're, you're doing is you're damaging yourself and you're going to end up being Miss, Miss, Miss or Mr. Krabby instead of being the person. That, and it really, it kind of comes back around and it, it, it does just the opposite of what you intended for it to do, okay? Meditation, even one or one minute twice a day can help you shift your body from I'm running from a bear stress mode to I am in the present. And, uh, you know, just taking a few minutes to do some deep breaths and to, to just kind of get back to the present moment and not allow everything to just drive you crazy, right? Uh, meditate, Mediterranean diet, highly recommend this. It's full of vegetables, fruit, fish, healthy oils, beans, whole grains, nuts, seeds, um, this diet feeds a depleted body well and keeps inflammation at bay. And it also um, helps to uh, serve the molecules that help the brain and body to repair itself. And being well-nourished is always going to increase your resilience. So do another study on Mediterranean diet. Uh, supplements are critical. I take 22 supplements a day. Maybe that sounds a lot to you. Maybe it sounds excessive to you. Um, but these are all, some, many of them were recommended by my doctors. Um, and they have fared very well. Because I rarely, rarely get ill. I have a lot of energy. And, um, and I find myself very balanced. So um, you'll have to do your own research on that. I'm going to tr not try to pretend to be your doctor. But do make sure you're getting enough supplements. Because the food supply today does not always provide that for you. Um, and then look for support, a mentor, a coach. Uh, if you need a counselor, you know, if you just need to talk to someone, make sure that you take the time to do that. Prioritize. Make sure not only prioritize what's what's really needing to get done um, so that you're not going all over the board and just doing everything, but also taking the time to prioritize what you know is the most important in your life so that you can feel good about the time you're spending and know that when you say yes, it's because you're saying yes to something that is actually pushing you forward. 
And if you need an adrenal test or support or a blood, you know, uh, maybe a blood check, do that too, just to make sure that everything is an even keel. We are out of time. We're going to go to the next habit tomorrow. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining.